It is, yep. yeah. That was a See, good See, I know Pokemon. <laughs> That's cool. Well, you know what I do for fun? Uh, I run the Empyrean Report. My name is Rue. I'm here with the said uh, Empyrean Report. This, of course, is the recap show for the Empyrean Decree, a D&D podcast set in the world of Selenial. Uh, today, again, once again, we're here in the studio, and I am magnified with these awesome people, uh, Kiri and Elena. All right. So today we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 8, Belarage Awakens. Am I pronouncing that right? Belarage? Yeah. First Bella I wasn't baby. sure if it was Belarage. Hey, hi. Hello. Sometimes hi. it hey. might be Belarage. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. And uh, th- for this episode, we added in the fake coins, which went awesome. If you, by awesome you mean we wasted it on the wrong thing, then yes. <laughs> well, let me tell you, what would be even worse if you never touched those coins? Oh, God. You know, that'd be like, like what are these for? I don't know. They just sit out there like the, the candies that just begin to rot. Yeah, we used a, um, a chocolate gold coin as the oh. fake coin. But okay. I but they are old chocolate coins from the store, so we're not eating them, but also... So I was a little on the nose there. You was a little on the nose, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Then we went right into putting Kayla on the hot seat with the result of uh, her dreams, right? She comes down with a, a handprint, which mm-hmm. is... A creepy handprint. A creepy four-fingered, small, small hand... Long fingers, no handprint. We've got no idea what this thing is because, of course, the black blur with red and purple eyes had no hands. Nope, it didn't seem that way. And she shut her eyes against it. That was how how she dealt with it, and it wakes her from the nightmare. Uh, And and she comes down, and y'all are eating sort of breakfast and late night that, like snack. weird three o'clock in the morning time yeah that's that weird time that you're you end up at the diner and you're like either somebody is here because it's last call at the bar they just left or somebody's in a rough state of affairs if they're exactly. here at this time are you hung over or just getting off work yeah exactly right right or just going to bed oh yeah that's true I guess you're just coming off work and uh, so we're, we're eating bacon and ham, and we're talking about eggs. It's like eggs, bacon, and ham, right? But, but, and the eggs are talking back, which is just a, a, a hilarious scene uh, with the, uh, uh, all your, your wyverns uh, going back and forth. Ugh, uh, it's stressful. Uh, it was and, stressful. And, of course, uh, Belaraj wants to get in there and, and ask about uh, It's like they're a, a gossip. Right, they want to know. What's very happening. much a gossip, very much a um, a game of telephone with kids. Yes, and yes. Belarage very much has the like lizard brain activity of this is really cool. I'm going to do it right now. Oh, that's really cool over there. I'm going to do this. Hey, look at this over here. And I'm like, we just can you no? Okay, well uh, the whole time. So I can see this being a difficult. Uh, a difficult thing that we have to deal with while sneaking and a difficult thing I have to deal with because he doesn't follow directions really at all. So it's another variable. It's just perfect for a podcast that Nadal's in. It's just another... Oh, yeah. You know, because the, the paranoia and the <laughs> hiding and all of that. So let's get let's give Nadal a wyvern that's like, Bleh! all the time. So I have to manage that constantly. Yeah. That's perfect. That Nadal loves unconditionally just at first sight. Oh, 100%. You, you can't... <laughs> it's it's like this this could be the end of me and this could make things so much more difficult but if anybody touches it i'm going to kill you Super type fun. of yeah 
It's a drow thing, right? It's yeah. a drow thing. And at that point, did you think that Nadal thought that uh, Belarage was coming up, uh, like coming out of the egg? We grabbed all this food. I don't know. Nadal I, says, uh, I've, got a, I've got a boo-boo tummy. I'm, I'm not feeling well. And then grabs all this food and leaves. Yeah, I'm not feeling. Oh, yeah, we're going to save that food for later. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, I just, like, I don't know who's in the room. I don't know who the bar, who the barkeep knows i don't like i i can't just have him hatch out of an egg in the middle of a tavern where we don't know and we just got off from yeah. you know being accused of murder so i was like oh i'll just hide in the room and then he's like well i didn't want to do that i just wanted to talk to the other two i'm like what? i can't you're not giving me sp- specific enough instructions of what you want for me to give that to you so now i just have random bits of food stuffed in my pockets like sam the whole time all right and then he and then he didn't want to come out which was uh, crazy no right right and you come back down, and Sam accuses you of stealing all the food. Yeah. I mean, it was just on a plate in our room, so yeah. he would have found it eventually. And, and then Sam's like, you ate all the food? I get that. I mean, That's such yeah. a Sam thing. That, uh, it really uh, is. I really got a kick out of that. All right. And then the, we're talking about telephone. There's this telephone with Varric mm-hmm. talking to Regolian, talking to, to uh, Tranchevant. 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 Mm-hmm. Very French. I love Tranchy. that. Tranchy. <laughs> Tranchy. Who's uh, worried about Thea. So uh, Varric drags Thea upstairs, and uh, Nadal goes up and uh, puts the egg up against, against the wall. The wall. Like, I'm like, here, you Like the egg can listen. Well, I just, and I wanted to know what the conversation was going to be, so at least I'm not, like, trying to metagame, and then it's, oh, yeah, no, they're talking about something. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't listening. I know. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> You are the least helpful assistant. Thank you. You're, you never expressly told him to listen for anything. Well, he was listening to their eggs, so I thought, oh, I'll just put him up to the wall, and then he'll lis- keep listening to at least the eggs. No, he's just doing something else now. It's like that middle-aged mom who's asking you how to do something on the computer, and when you try to explain it, they're like, oh, I'm already clicking this. I don't know what's happening. Yep. And you're like, just listen to what I'm saying. No, I'm already doing this now. I'm like, I... What? <laughs> You've, you've got the AD and ADD wyvern. Yes, just exactly. Doing all the things. Which is, a, I, I guess we do find out that he's a lightning wyvern. I heard that, right? Correct. Which is kind of cool. But cool. I'm jumping ahead. Uh, there's, there's like a soul parasite, apparently, that's attached itself to uh, uh, Thea somewhere in that. Which sort of explains why with the soul stone, we saw a little chunks floating around in there like mm-hmm. uh yeah I picked up on that too and i was like oh great this is going to be like a exorcism level right. situation that we're entering into there is something fiend level or above attached to her at her core oh or above mm. or above no big deal no, no problems no. yeah as as they would say it's fine, it's fine. It's, everything's, everything's good fine. That's, you know, I don't know what's happening. I'll figure this out, Varric. I don't need anyone else in my business. That's that's a thing, you know? Apparently. Which... So is calling your wyvern a bitch. <gasps> Ooh, God, I that know. Was, that was a thing. I was, woof. That egg's never going to hatch now. <laughs> you, you, you think? Well. Tranchevant was rethinking their choice? I don't know about that. I just do know that the wyverns hatch according to an egg scale, of course, that Elena has on a a chart. And you get points for certain things, and you lose points for certain things, and you have to hit 25 points before the egg hatches. And Thea does not have very many points right now. (laughs) (laughs) Behind in the... uh... 
He's behind in the egg game. hatching in game. In the hatching uh, mini game, right? Right. But uh, Varric heads to the forge, hopefully to crack up the uh, the, the, the hatch number, right? Mm. Um, makes uh, makes some swords. We find out that Varric is is a sword forge person, right? Yeah, he specialized mostly in making swords. Which is probably why he got such a boner over uh, yeah. Balakai's uh, yeah. blade, right? That was probably <laughs> a thing. Ooh, that is pretty and I want it. That yeah, exactly. That's the shiniest thing and I need to remake that. And that's why he was so offended when Sam was like, I mean, just a run-of-the-mill sword like Varric's sword. <laughs> I heard you. Yeah. I metagamed that. <laughs> right? Varric's yeah, not here. Yeah, Varric's yeah, not here. <laughs> uh, Regolian's shell cracks, and we meet Caro Don Hart. Powerful, hot, and steamy. Ooh, the hot and steamy. Yeah, I'm like, please tell me he has a long ponytail. He does? Excellent. Just <laughs> okay. like a classic romance novel guy just <laughs> stepping out of the Fabio. background of a forge. Yeah, exactly. Half-El Fabio. Yeah. I was like, why are we just randomly sticking a hot forge uh, a forge master in here for a couple of minutes and then okay never mind like just please bring that character back at some point hmm. because we can because we That's can why. exactly it's our fantasy mm-hmm. oh, what else do you do in fantasy you troll people <laughs> exactly. and sam and uh, uh gideon did that for quite a while there's the uh, scene with the unseen unseen servant in mm-hmm. the uh oh my we're looking at a picture now uh, yes. Picture okay. of the Forge Master. Yes. Well. From from uh, from from aft. Yes. Yep. Doing his thing, swinging his hammer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Okay. Uh, in any case, yeah. Well, it's with unseen servant running around. Uh, just flick her brooch off. I don't know what that was about. You guys he, give us some was, context Sam was, there. Sam was just giving, throwing out things to Gideon to do to the other guests that were in the tavern at the time. So he was like moving drinking glasses and like pulling stools out so people would try and sit down and then fall. And then Sam said to flick a woman's brooch like off of her jacket. So it's just the two of them screwing around. So that's not kids. just an idiom. Being kids, exactly. God. Well, then they wrote in the crowd, the clouds. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 5 a.m. Uh, mirror image when they uh, headed to the apothecary just to mess with the, 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 the duo dude. Which was hilarious that you didn't put them behind the counter again, and it was just two of Sam, and yeah. the joke landed flat, and I was like... And it wasn't the I creepy twins. That. It wasn't the creepy twins. There was no twins way so I was creepy. gonna let him duo face-to-face Oh with my god, that was so funny. Oh, that would have been cool, though. But instead, he gets the, uh, the old lady, who uh, he says might be a brother or s- and sisters of the leaf just is he like Sam's way of like trying to speak in code and ask if someone else is a druid or not oh, like so I he's like he's you got like, drugs you know yeah exactly <laughs> it's the hello fellow children can i ask where the drugs are located like it was just so awkward and the conversation was so stilted and then the old lady was like here let me impress you and then not say anything which made yeah. it even more uncomfortable and awkward Oh, it was really good. Right, she makes the staff of rock from the ground. I can't accept this. Why would you give this to me? Is this some sort of a test? Yeah, and, and then, then it just turns to dirt. <laughs> he didn't want it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, uh, this stuck out to me. Are you just demonstrating that perhaps you're the one I'm looking for, is what Sam says. Mm-hmm. So is Sam looking for someone? Maybe. And I feel like... Well, one, Eric's a wild card no matter what. We've already true. established that. So uh, it could be like this tiny 
seemingly innocuous question that's actually this long chain of events <laughs> that he's already got planned out in his head. Right. But I also think that Sam as a person is lost and needs some kind of, no pun intended, anchor into what's happening Fair right code. now. I so see what that you did can, there. Yeah, Captain Sam can have some kind of direction because he's still kind of floating from one thing to the other. He's still a little lost at sea. He's, yeah. he, he doesn't know what his purpose is. He knows it belongs with you guys for whatever reason. Not sure what that means or where we're going or what that means for him as a person. So, yeah. 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 Well, uh, he, he confuses the unnamed shopkeeper. We never figured out who she was or what they her name was. They didn't even ask what her name was. No, <laughs> but uh, we did discover that there was an old leather tome, which was unlike the others, that it wasn't dusty. Apparently, Gideon was looking at mm -hmm. the dusty books and found this one with a, a wave-like swirl embossed on the cover. The pages were very cryptic and out of order, and it was a language that included familiar glyphs. Elaine is right here, so I, yeah. I don't have to use that, the scare quotes from the, the Dungeon Master. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and as uh, we spun up uh, read languages, uh, and Sam's growing grass in like the the pots, I guess, uh, around. The old lady grabs it, and uh, there's this strange thing about the books being made by other things for people. Yeah, that was really <sighs> books of this realm. Books of this realm books exist that shouldn't exist in yeah, this realm. Yeah, that shouldn't exist in this realm. That somehow got to this realm, or that something else that made the book for something else ended up bringing it here by like it's here by mistake somehow. And it or reminds me a lot of... On purpose and it doesn't belong? Right. Something. It, it just reminded me of a, a book series that I was reading recently that you, when you go into a, the library in this world of this book mm -hmm. and you're looking for a particular book, you can't look for exactly the book that you need because the library will hide it from you. Like, you have to earn it. So you have to go around finding the books that are kind of similar to what you're looking for and just hope that the library messes up and gives you exactly what you need. And the better you get at it, the quicker you get your books and the quicker you can do your research. But it kind of felt like that in that this book doesn't belong here and it feels like it's on accident, but it's obviously on purpose, but I, I don't know where it fits. Obviously, it's a magic book. It's important. It's right. The old lady has it and uh, she feels it's going in the right direction. Is that yeah. the right direction for our heroes or the right direction for... <laughs> not our hero. You, you didn't get a feel for that either? Yeah, yeah I no, I just don't know if she meant Sam, if she meant the group as a whole, if she meant like somehow that book was going to find its way through us to the person who's supposed to, I don't know. Yeah. Then uh, she mentions her granddaughters are twins, more twins, mm -hmm. right? Two-headed guy, more the twin yeah, people more talking more, together. Literally. And uh, uh, there's mention of doppelgangers, which the reaction there was... Just, she uh, got triggered she, from that. Right. There was there was a response, but only Sam saw it. Right. Right? Uh, which, you know, what did you guys feel at the table? That she herself is a doppelganger? or I don't know. It was very off-putting, and I don't know that Nadal would know anything about doppelgangers in-game. Yeah, I mean, Nadal wasn't there. I was better. Yeah, me. As the only two people at the, and I can't ask 
Elena, <laughs> she's got a shit-eating grin right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, no, can't tell you. Nah, 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 nah. But doppelgangers out of game are very challenging, yes. very hard to get rid of, very tricky, and have, like, a whole plethora of ways that they show up and interact with this plane. So I don't, I don't know. And how much they know about who they're doppelganging. Yeah, or who made them doppelgangers, or were, I mean, are they actually twins, and that doppelganger remark triggered her because of something else, or... And are selenial doppelgangers different? Exactly. Or the same? I don't know. That all ended up with the don't burn books discussion. Yeah, don't burn books, kids. (laughs) Just (laughs) as a general thing. Uh, Wyverns get a shudder. They they trigger you guys all, Mm -hmm. because, I guess... Another wyvern is coming. So uh, that makes me think that wyverns and people who are bonded to wyverns are like Highlanders or Jedi now. Yeah. They're like, ooh. Yeah, it I... has that vibe. Exactly. It's like, oh, something's coming, and it's, it's just like me. And are they good? Are they bad? It's full grown, whatever it is. <laughs> In this case, it is uh, a wyvern rider carrying Lord Galakir Lavaris, a.k.a. Lord Dickbag. Yes, Lord Dickwad, Dickweed, Dickhead, Dickhead. what's his nuts? Yeah, what's his nuts? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it was one of those things that this is the kind of character that you're like, "Mm, you're like the slimy bee character that's advising the king in a bad Disney movie. It had that vibe about it, and I knew as soon as we started talking to him and as soon as Elena had described, like, you don't like this guy, he's a dick, and whatever, I'm like, cool, he's going to find a way to make whatever evidence we have not count and blame this on us anyway. So nice. we have to be really specific and careful about what we're, what information we're giving to him and what everyone else around him is hearing too so he can't flip this on us. Right. And you guys did a great job playing the political game there where he recognizes Gideon instantly and is like, oh, I do not like your parents. That's right. I am going to put you under for this just as a slight to your parents and... Mike played that perfectly. He was neutral, indifferent, didn't show any type of hyper-emotional response. He stuck straight to the facts. Meanwhile, in the back, I'm like, let me out of <laughs> Exactly. You were your mother's son. Yeah, uh, I was like, oof. That's a... And I guess that's in the worst of ways for, for him, right? Yeah, it has to be. I uh, like Even not knowing the intricacies of the relationship that uh, Gideon has with his mother, mm-hmm. there's still that, like... You can hear the sneer in Elena's voice when yeah. she said that. I'm like, oh, God, what a dick. <laughs> Such a dick. Conspiracy can be punished by death. And the dog's like, yeah, well, we got this for you, buddy. All right. Uh, he One does... step ahead of you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We actually already did that. We figured that out. And, of course, uh, he did not know what uh, Caradol was. We still don't know what Caradol is. No, not exactly. Interesting. At that point, Belarage's like hatches. You, the the counter like, like ticked you over. Asshole, tick, please tick, 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 tick. <laughs> Yeah. And and uh, Nadal's like paralyzed in this moment. Is that because the uh, the, the Inquisitor has threatened Nadal, or is that part of the it's the hatching a process? Weird thing that happened because the egg starts to crack, right. and then the Inquisitor stares at Nadal, and essentially casts hold person without any verbal component. So Nadal is like, first of all, what the fuck? And then second of all, 
I have to think of something to do immediately to protect this egg above anything else. I will burn down this barn immediately <laughs> and not think twice about it and like worry about healing spells later. But this guy can't get any closer to me. So I'm like flipping through my notebook really fast because I'm frozen and I'm thinking, well, can I even cast blood blood curse of the binding without a verbal component? Now I'm like looking through all the blood hunter stuff and I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna take my egg. He didn't, thank God. But um yeah, that was a very stressful moment where I'm like, literally, of course, you would pick this time to make yeah. this egg hatch because this is going to be a very high-tension conversation that could be thrown sideways when it's already very precarious. So, Elena, was that sort of one of the things on Bella Rage's, Raj's count, counter that if there's a direct attack on Nadal, that, like, So, on the counterpoints, almost 90% of it was taken care of when... Um, Meg asked for help by the, from their deity. Yeah, that was, I lucked out with that because I think that was one of my nat 20s when I had asked for support from my deity and that like Patron. gave me a bunch of points that I didn't know about because I didn't, of course there was an egg chart, but I didn't know that there was an egg chart at the time. There was an egg chart. <laughs> There's a chart so I kind of fast forwarded through <laughs> my part of the egg chart and Varric is trying to catch up and I think Ryan might think that his egg is as close as mine was, and I'm like, no, I kind of, I just accidentally rolled well and got bumped up on the chart. Yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't have hatched in that very inconvenient time. Um, but the kicker for that was, you're at the threshold. Then it takes an event to cause it to hatch. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that event was, the doll is in danger. It okay. knows the doll is in danger. It broke out to. To be a little wet noodle of defense. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the guy's a fighter. It comes out, let me out! It's yeah. like Scoop or Scrappy Doo. Yeah, like, Scrappy Doo, oh, exactly. Yeah. So I got some quotes here. Ham, 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 ham. Yeah, that's ham. a good. Yep, he's, he's good nipping at Nadal's neck. Uh, it, it, Nadal tries to keep a straight face, and he's got this. Uh, wyvern like running it's back and forth. It's basically like a wet ferret running around yeah. outside of an egg and I'm like but take me seriously and it's yeah. like it's on like top of me. Bill the cat going. Yeah uh, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly uh, what it is. Cracks, he's a living taser. Just yes. uh, yeah. watch out or I'll, I'll like well, light I, you I, on I, fire I, with this little little thing. And now you're a drow with a wyvern walking around. Feels not at cool. all conspicuous. Not, not at all. Definitely not a drow. Definitely not carrying a wyvern. <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. And Belraj does not give a shit about being discreet. No. no, no. And that's the thing that we joke about because Nadal always has resting elf face. And so now everyone like looks at the wyvern to see what my actual expression <laughs> is going to be because he's like all the time. It's... Yeah, it's like having twins where one gives no expression and the other one gives too much expression. I'm like, great. Now I can't. I can't lie. I can't. You know, there's no. I, I mean, I'm probably in Nadal's defense. He couldn't lie before. I mean, yeah, no, he could. That was very bad uh, at the conservatory. That was yep. very bad. But um, now it's even more complicated. Wyverns like sticks. Apparently, they need to teeth. Are they like sharks? Do the do the teeth fall out when they get bigger, or do the teeth get bigger? The teeth get bigger. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so yeah, yeah the electrical teeth get bigger. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of these uh, these other uh, wyverns that are coming out. So we know Regolian is sort of quiet and reserved, all stoic. He's like, oh, it's, that's actually Varric's quote, the, the long, like, a painful sigh. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes I, I, I think that's all Ryan does back there. So just... <laughs> it's very much... And I feel like 
that Wyvern is very much in that way, like a exasperated just a, like a like a man getting off a long shift at the end of the day, like ugh, sinking down into a chair. I just can't. But stand. I just took the biggest dump. Yeah, exactly. Rigolin is the oldest of the eggs. He is mm. okay. Of the three of them. He is the one that has been in his egg for almost a hundred years. Right. Mm. I guess uh, Durkheim was in, in for there. forty years, right? The the big one, the the, the one that uh, no, Darkon has been um, out for forty years. Out for He's forty been years. For forty years. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, oh, hundred years. Hundred years know that. in an egg. He said there are generations of them that are just at the tower that haven't been picked yet because wow. they haven't found anybody worthy of soul bonding. Huh. Which I noted was very interesting because when we were arguing with the Inquisitor asshole, he. Had what the the Galakor. Galakor. Galakir. Yeah, Galakir. I he's trying to like, oh, what do you got there? What's in that egg? Why do you have that egg? And where did it come from? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. You can't have this egg. This is mine. Yep. But um, there's very much the sense of him being talked down by the other guy saying, we've already been over this, and you can't just pair a wyvern with whoever you want, yep. and this is a soul bond, and we talked about this, like trying to reiterate you can't just take a wyvern from somebody and stick it to somebody that's convenient for you that's not how this whole thing works oh, oh yeah 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 and i'm like cool how long has he been doing that yeah. captain lighthammer really gives the listen stupid speech there which yeah helps. exactly all right uh, what other one more uh, uh wyvern i guess tranche avant uh, it's kind of a persnickety princess very that's much so very she haughty and judgmental a radiant wyvern radiant I'm going to write that down. But the other thing with her is that her saliva um, has healing properties. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So it's not like only Phoenix can tears. she do um, the radiant damage and a bright flash of screamy white light. but It'll be pink sparkly light. And there's oh, nothing it you will. Can do about it. <laughs> um, it's got to be. It's got to be a but puff of glitter cloud. Her, she also has the ability to, if you take damage, she can literally lick you and heal your wounds. Ooh. Excellent. That sounds naughty. All right. I'm Finally, the big wyvern. It was neat to see what these things are going to grow into. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it was still big and scary and burned little like places to sit, but it still wanted to like interact with Regolian or uh, uh, Belarage and come over and boop noses, which was hilarious. That was so cute. And then Belarage is like, <laughs> like a little, exactly. like almost like a static shock on the end of his nose. Ha <laughs> ha! And then runs away. I'm like, oh boy, you're going to be such a pain in the ass when you're bigger. Great. Oh, yeah. yeah. And y'all talk with uh, Elasti Lighthammer, the the captain, which uh, also gave you a little insight about, like, how to care for these things one day, and that eventually they're going to take you away and make you an officer in the Wyvern Corps, right? Yeah, apparently that's how that works, so that's... Whether you want to or not. Yeah, it's like... You know, we're voluntold that we're now in the core. <laughs> I love <laughs> um, that. But yeah, he and then the his wyvern like shares some kind of information or something with the three of them that we don't know what it is yet, and oh, we didn't that. get a chance at the end of the episode to even ask them what he said. So he just kind of like said a couple of things and then settled down and went to sleep in the grass. And I'm like, ooh, what did he say? Oh no, that's the end of the episode. Great, now it's fine. Oh. <laughs> I'll just wait till next time. You all just have to groan when the as the episode ends, mm-hmm. right? 
All right, so uh, then uh, the captain and the Inquisitor go away, and here you're, you're left with Lord Arwen Tallow at the, uh, I guess, the evidence facility? Not at all creepy. No, not at all. And it's it's like a weird Three kind of barn, kind of storage facility. And it's kind all like, of... too bad you couldn't stay for all the, the cultural events here in Ethanier. Yeah, it's, um, okay. <laughs> I think I'm all set on Ethanier. Um but right. it's it's weird because it's out of the way. It's kind of it's away from town. It's in this weird building that makes no sense that it's a storage facility. Like it should be full of old farming equipment, not very important artifacts and boxed things that are part way from here to there. It just cobwebs collection. Yeah, yeah, there's spider webs in some of the crates, and I'm like, okay, first of all, we need to burn this thing to the ground. But <laughs> second of all, like. Everyone's all, we'll just leave. And I was like, no, we can't just leave the spiders in here. Clearly, they're here for a reason. I Let's yeah. go through some of these things. How about this soul sand? Do we ever figure out what the soul sand does? Not me specifically. I, well, I always think of like the Harry Potter uh, like unforgivable curses. Yeah, maybe it this feels is that, that way. Tortures like, someone or takes away their free will or maybe even like turns them to stone? It reminds me kind of of uh, the ingredients in the baked goods that the hags in the windmill in the Curse of Strahd campaign, they suck the soul out of small mm, children because it's soul. still innocent, yeah. and then use that grinding it with the flour to make the pastries. So it's kind of like, I'm like, how? Do, so I don't know the mechanics of how you remove it, how you make it into an actual like physical thing that you can turn into powder, but it's very, it feels very similar to that. I bet there's a table for that. Very there similar. Is. Yeah, of course. <laughs> there's a table I think that you can use the soul sand for. Oh, and I'm sure they're not good. <laughs> no. uh, but that was one of the things that, so Mike pinged me and gave me a list of the letter that I sent home. This is what's in it. And one of those questions was, hey, mom, can you look into this? Okay. I need to know what this is. So um, one of the things that he'll get when that time comes for that answer would be what the soul sand is. Right, right. Whether or not he shares it with everyone I think he would. If it was Sam, he wouldn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I agree with that. So. Tell me about this redacted document. Do we ever think it was just redacted so much that we don't even know? There's almost like, nothing in it. What's what the purpose, purpose of having it? Yeah. So it's, if it's so redacted. Uh, but the I guess the clue there is that it's in the, Arwen Tallow's own handwriting, right? That's what right. we find out. Which... This didn't really fully hit me at the time. Mm -hmm. And then here's Eric coming in with a, a random thing that seems like it's out of left field, but it's not. And he's like, hey, so how do you feel about your family dying? And all of us are like, oh, like, don't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't Sam. believe you just asked that. You know, like he's mourning. Clearly, he lost his family. Yeah. And then Sam's like, yeah, but how do you feel about that? And I thought, he doesn't think that that's his family. Nope. Yeah. And. I would never would have thought about that. And then when Eric points out things like that, and then, no, no, no reason, and just kind of backs out of the conversation a little bit so he can just write that down for later, it's, I'm like, crap, I didn't even think about that. Crap, what else is he doing? Crap, what does he have planned? I'm like, oh, God, now we have to leave this town immediately or something <laughs> drastic's going to happen. Right, and Lord Tallow, it, it turns out that something was wrong. Off, no, I'm saying something was off in his tone, right? That's Yeah, that was the only cue, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh no. Off how? Is there more to it? The devil's in the details. Yeah. It really is. And we are notorious for rolling poorly when it counts. So there may have been more to pick up that we just. <laughs> Maybe. 
Maybe. I don't know. And so now I'm trying to think. I'm like, well, shoot. If I thought back to us walking through that house, were there any portraits on the walls that even had his face? Because we didn't look at anything in the house. We just went straight to the room because Thea had to has a savior complex and has to save it. everybody. Yeah. There's nothing. We never looked at anything in the house that would have given, like, no personal effects, no, no paintings, no portraits, no nothing to give the hint that, yes, he does, in fact, like, he either partially lives here or he works with them in some way or he's part of this family. Like, we have no idea. He's just a random person who has confidently said that this is his name and everyone believed him. Yeah. And, but yet doesn't recognize his own handwriting. Right. Weird. Yeah. What kind of person so doesn't recognize weird. their own handwriting and ask people out there? Sneaky bitches. Stop. Doppelgangers? I don't know. Right. Maybe. Uh, we don't get uh, Balakai's sword back or the Wyvern Corp bow. Uh, and we, we're free to leave the city now, which was like, okay. Didn't have, to, didn't have to give us a... Uh, yeah, you didn't have to <laughs> point the way. I was already on my way out. All right. Uh, uh, then uh, uh, Natal and uh, Sam are uh, heading out, and uh, y'all are, are happy with another year. But like the best of friends are about to ship the two of you. That's for sure. And yeah, you. we awkwardly kind of hug pat each other <laughs> slash. Yeah, because sup. Yeah, you're cool, bro. We have bro. a head nod to each other, and then we're we're good. Um, cause, Thea is still jealous. Yes, Thea is still jealous as we uh. get out, and it's so funny to me. I just like she's trying so hard. Ooh. And Nadal just like he just trusts Sam because Sam is just as suspicious and in the background as Nadal is as a character. Yep. And so of course he's gonna kinda pair he's like, I like the way this guy thinks, I like the way that he takes precautions, and I like that he helps when we need help. So that's really all I'm looking for. And Thea's like, and we're gonna make friendship bracelets and we're gonna have sleepover <laughs> parties. And Nadal's like, please don't talk to me. <laughs> I just love hearing the, the Sam and Nadal on the, the podcast. You guys really make for a, a good show and uh, just, uh, uh, such great banter. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like uh, Eric and I, out of game, have the same sense of like dry, sarcastic humor too. So it bleeds you into don't the characters, <laughs> and it goes really well when we're having a conversation with each other. And we've been able to interact a lot more in this campaign than we did when we did um, the gender bent Chris, Chris of Strahd. And that character was fantastic, the one that he played and did spell work in a way that I don't normally see people do spell work at the table, but we didn't really like converse with one another because there was always a death threat every five minutes. So it's been really fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elena, what can you tell us about the, the charred child what? that uh, Thea saw? It, that is the same child that was seen in Capper, right? Uh, like, and I don't think we even got that on audio. That just sort of, that was what, that's the yeah. lost... Uh, the, the lost, lost bit of the, from the very beginning of the oh. the campaign, which uh, is God, is frustrating. So much with the children, um, especially in terms of spoilers, that is a major uh, plot point, and wasn't the largest plot hook of the episode. That's okay. stressful. You heard it. You heard it here. <laughs> Heard it here, folks. It's it's such a creepy thing to just see a child without some type of guardian anyway, in any respect. Like, any kind that, of child being lost yeah. and alone is like, what is happening here? Why are you here? What, what What's your shtick? 
And then on top of it, she's creepy. On top of it, she's making direct eye contact with adults. On top of it, she's disappearing. <laughs> and she's got like a torn in half burned teddy bear. Like, bleh. And charred clothes, right? Yeah, no thanks. Can you even see are you, your eyes? Are eye? you a ghost? I... Are you a specter? Are you are you undead? Are you, like what what is your what is your whole thing? I don't understand. And she's only ever there for a split second and never says anything and never interacts with us other than staring. You blink and she's gone. It's it's yep. terrifying. Did I hear there's another child that's a, a boy? Is that was that from Cabrick or am I misthinking that? I think there that? was a boy when Ryan saw them. Wasn't there two or of them? Or am I mixing up with no. Carlo the Fashionista? The, oh, maybe it was Carlo the Fashionista. Yeah, it's just Elena likes to stick small children at random into campaigns, and sometimes they mean absolutely nothing. And sometimes they're incredibly important plot Aww. points. And so I'm always, anytime there's a small child, I'm like, <gasps> no, 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 no. This one Goodbye. I will tell you is an incredibly important plot point. Got it. We need to, we need to draw these, this, this child and actually Ugh. like to be able to, to, to visualize it. Did you say it. Silent Hill? That'd be... Yeah, it's very Silent All right. Hill-esque. But can you, can you see the eyes of the Silent Hill? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yes, go to Google. Let's find it. Ugh, she's Maybe I'm so thinking creepy. of The Ring. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, that yeah. Did. I'm kind of thinking of a cross between something from The Ring and something from Silent Hill. And I just have this feeling that if we ever actually touch her, she's going to be very cold and wet to the touch. Like, she gives off this vibe that she was, like, either drowned or was killed in a ship. There's, like... Something that makes me think if I touch her, she's going to be not only ice cold, but somehow damp, and oh, that really? just makes it worse. I don't know. All the charring and soot makes me think that it's more like all crispy, like Ugh, toast. Ew. That's, that's what I I think. don't want either one of these things. I don't <laughs> want this kid You don't like your kids like, crispy or yeah. wet. I don't, I don't want a cold, You're wet like child. like a Goldilocks kid. I don't want a crispy kid. child either. Yeah. No. Oh, we're Ugh. looking at more photos. No. Oh, yeah. No. She looks super creepy. Yeah, she's like Eponine no. from uh, uh, Les Mis, only like... Only horror murderous. status. Yeah. Murderous eponine. Uh, let's uh, talk about religion because we all it. have to. We learned that uh, Apoc, as opposed to Achai, is a thing. So uh, just to clarify, Achai is one of the two official religions of the Empire. You don't do one of these religions, it's like bad news, right? And Apoc is a sect of Ochai, that is named Apoc, and they worship a deity they call Apoc and not Achai, but not. It's, it's kind of like the difference between, and she explained it like, I don't know if that was so in like game Father, or Son, after Holy game. Ghost, they're all you know, the same. It's kind of it's like, this is Christianity, and then these are Southern Baptist Christians. Yeah, so if you not look to, at it. Not to upset Southern uh, Baptists. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I know some, and they're good people, but... Two poly, like, the two part is night. So it is the night goddess. Oh. Um, all is day. Got so it. it's like um, day ruler. So Achai, and then you have Apoc, which is a more extremist branch that has been emerging in places. There's no temples. They don't stay anywhere. They don't have massive congregations. So, so who's got the cathedral? I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say they're very much like a more of a torch and pitchfork type of sect right, right. that is very much we're going to shoot now and ask questions later type of religious sect. It, did I hear that there was a, a cathedral of, of of one of those at in uh, Yes, both Tupoli and um, the two main ones both have major cathedrals there. The party actually went to the one of Tupoli. Oh, right. 
So uh, APOC, these APOC bros, these four monks raising the platform for the, the funeral? Uh, I don't know. It looks like a platform that someone might get hung from or uh, beheaded. I'm looking on out for it. I've already fire. asked Elena. Elena did confirm that it is for the funeral. So. Okay. I was going to say, I'm like, anytime a platform gets erected like that exactly. by a religious, you know, mm -hmm. fanatic group in a town square, somebody's going to die. So it's. I did pick up on that, uh, though, that you all just assume that's what it was for and never actually yeah, ask anyone. Yeah, no, we don't. Hmm. Yeah, something uh, the party and the players, I think, have learned really quickly is assumption is the mother of all thoughts. Get the receipts. Yeah, get the receipts. I want to see the receipts on this. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Authors of Iron, are they also a sect of uh, the worship of Achai? No, that's more like the Elks Club. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so the, Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. But, no, it's <laughs> like a specific group of people who are fanatically amazing um, Artists, craftsmen, craftsmen, and blacksmiths. Like yeah. a weird um, piece of the pie that, okay. yeah. Like the Lions Club, they're, uh, they're, it's like a social a, club, like the yeah. Tory of sorts. Very good. All right, uh, the Lady of the Forest, is that a sect of Achai or Tupali? Question mark. I have no idea, and that's no, a good question. No, it is not. Okay. All right. We know so little about her. I'm trying to read Elena's face here. Yeah. <laughs> Because so I'm not sure what the words are going to say. Lady of the Forest, we know so little. And then Thea is so hush-hush, don't get in my business about it. That it's mm -hmm. like, what kind of relationship do you have with a goddess that you are either embarrassed of, ashamed of, secretive? Like, what what is it about her that you're willing to say you go to the temple and you stole something from her temple, yeah. but you're not willing to tell us like anything else about the relationship you have with this goddess. That makes Nadal very nervous because that's very Lolf-like. Like there's a supreme being, the be all and the end all. And if you say yeah. anything against it, we'll behead you type of mentality. <laughs> so he's like, I don't know that I like this lady of the forest. She sounds unsafe. And we've never seen this this thing that's been stolen, right? We, I, like, where is it? No idea. I have no idea is what it is. I don't know when she took it. I don't know if it's even on her person or if it's, like, somewhere else. What Nobody you, knows. Between you and me, what do you think the chances are that that's what's stuck in her soul? Probably. You think I would so? assume that something's... If somebody has a religious temple out in the magical woods and it has magical items in a magical <laughs> temple and you decide, you know what, that necklace is really pretty and you yank something off of it, don't say anything about it to anybody and Maybe. then magically it's not there when you came back probably because you can't steal something else from it and now you're wondering what, it's like picking up a cursed item and you're like, I don't know why this keeps happening to me. Like she has a cursed <laughs> pirate hat and she's like, well, it's still a nice hat. I was like, no. <laughs> She's collected so many cursed items already. We're only eight sessions in. I'm like, please stop. You're endangering the party as a whole. Don't grab more things. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's, we'll see how it goes. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm probably on team that the thing in her soul is not the... Uh, I think it's some, something completely different. I don't think the Black Blur was Attached to Lady of the Woods. That just doesn't have Lady of the Woods vibes for me. I don't know. I mean, the Bog Witch is technically a Lady of the Woods. That's true. A bog? A bog witch is technically a lady of the oh, woods. A bog witch. Got yeah. it. 
and Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga is true. a lady of the woods. So this could be a magical fairy forest nymph, or it could be Baba Yaga. <laughs> Those are two completely different entities. <laughs> and the reason entities. why the shrine wasn't there is because it got up and walked away. <gasps> oh no. Ooh. Oh no. It I is it. not a magical <laughs> fae creature of the forest. Or, or it very much is. Oh yeah. Right, well, yeah. it's magical. We gotta we gotta land this bird. So uh, y'all go to Captain Theo, and uh, he's organizing the funeral, doing all that sort of stuff. Uh, he has not seen Balaron Oakenfold, so you're all like, "Well, who can?" And and he's like, "Well, let's let's go talk to the magister." And I'm like, "No!" <laughs> Bring in me the, the background. Man. I'm like, la, 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 la. "No, no, no!" Like, what kind of? And Balaron is like, Rah! "In the mean, in meantime." <laughs> And I just stand there like a doofus because I can't say anything. And Thea's You're like, the only oh. one that caught it. Thea's like, hey, fancy seeing you here. I'm like, am I? Really? <laughs> like, Bueller? <laughs> what are you talking about? You just, we, uh, yeah. So, so we find out that Balaran Oakenfold, the, the scion of the Oakenshield Conservatory, has been through like three weeks ago, right? That's, is that what we got there? The timeline fits, which makes me even more nervous because if the timeline was really off then he would have been bullshitting us but the yep. timeline's almost spot on and now there are crates in that storage thing that he knows all about that have more spider webs and he's very curious about the <laughs> mysterious item that didn't get to the genasi in the conservatory before he fled so clearly he had something to do with it and we're like by the way is this your handwriting and i'm like thea <laughs> my god well luckily thea has a, a great plan but we have to find out about that next time. Uh, so what, what's next there? Are we actually going to kidnap Lord Tallow because he's just a little bitch? I don't know. He is a little bitch, though. Knock him out? I don't know that we'd be the best at kidnapping, first of all, or at uh, doing any, any kind of Inquisitor work on a, anybody of any kind. So I uh, guess we'll have to see. And what happens when we find out he's a doppelganger or a demon or is possessed? Or, Who knows? That's fine. I mean, uh, and of course, are you going to haunt him? That sounds like a bad idea. Particularly with Bob Marley, who is in fact a reggae singer who's dead and not yeah. Jacob Marley. I yeah. was thinking so, Jacob yeah. Marley and said Bob Marley. And then I'm sitting there, I'm like, why does that not sound right? Next time y'all are uh, uh, poking Elena about horseshoes, you can bring Listen. that up. <laughs> Nobody else corrected me at the table. I stand by what I said. That's pretty funny. That's all. I mean, he's still a ghost too, right? Ooh. Of sorts, I guess. Three little birds. Yeah. Are you going to break into the storehouse? Uh, Thea's brilliant plan to kill an hour and do something, I don't know, but I can't wait to hear more on this Sunday. So, uh, towards that end, thanks to the Adventures Academy for the awesome and inclusive game venue. Thank you to my guests, Kiri and Elena. Uh, this has been your Empyrean Report. Have a great night.